Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 106. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is what landscape photographers can learn about storytelling from writers. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this passion we share. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. Photographers are visual storytellers. A compelling photo starts with a great story. These are the kinds of photos that grab a viewer's attention and hold it. And if you're like me, that presents a challenge. You're at a location and you're stuck. What makes a strong story here? What is the story of this place? That's the topic we'll tackle in this episode of the podcast. I have some tips and ideas to share that I think will help you out. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend on social media with your camera club. And if you can, please leave a rating and especially a review for the podcast. Ratings and reviews help keep the Stop Down Photography podcast on the charts and help other photographers find out about the show. iPhone or Mac OS users can rate directly in the Apple Podcasts app. You can also leave a rating via the web at podchaser.com. Links in the show notes. If you followed my work, my videos on YouTube, listened to this podcast, you know the philosophy I'm about to repeat. There are two parts to telling a strong story with your landscape imagery. Part one is capturing the image. A landscape photographer has to think about directional light, the quality of the light, the composition, camera settings, focal length choice, aperture choice, exposure time, all the things we practice and practice come together to capture a frame. Part two is processing that frame. The raw image is one thing, the processing is another, and digital photography lets us explore and express ourselves in limitless ways. The compelling photo is a sum, the combination of capture and post. Of course, it all starts with the capture, and in this podcast for this topic, that's what we'll focus on, the capture side of things. Choosing what to put in the frame of a landscape photo isn't always obvious, and that's frustrating because time in the field is limited. It's finite. You step into the landscape and you aren't sure where to point your camera, and I've been there. Recently, I've been there. I will struggle with certain scenes or certain conditions. You know, I think we all do. In the last year, I've built up a little mantra to help me when I get into that situation, when I get stuck in the field. And this mantra comes from, uh, well, well, it's not an unlikely source, but maybe a surprising one, writing. I, I want to give you some context around this. Now, for the past six to eight months, I have been doing a lot of writing. Most recently, my writing has been educational, maybe a little technical, all geared around a new edition of my On One book, and I'll have an update on that later in the episode. But more so, in 2022, I have been a proofreader and quasi-editor for my daughter. She's a senior in high school or secondary school for those outside the U.S., and her courses have included creative writing, screenplays, And now she's in the throes of the heavy writing period for university applications. And the theme through all of these writings is storytelling. Whether it's an essay for a college application or a creative writing piece for class, the questions are almost the same. What's the narrative? 
What's the storyline? What's the arc of this piece? And crafting a piece of writing boils down to three questions. What do I want to say? How can I effectively say it? Why is one writing technique preferred over another to deliver my message? Well, man, if that doesn't apply to photography too, right? Photography is visual storytelling. And there's those three questions. What, how, and why? And I've turned that triplet into this mantra to help me get unstuck in the field, to find the interesting story in the landscape and build my image around that. And I think you can use this too, so I want to break it down some in this episode of the podcast and take you on a little journey of the mind here. You're in the field, you're walking the landscape, looking for your next photograph, and you're struggling. You feel a little stuck. First question, what do I want to say? This is sometimes the most difficult question to answer. What is the story of this landscape? Or what story is it telling me? Some landscapes, the story is obvious. Others, the story is subtle. Or maybe you're trying to tell a new story about a place you frequently visit and photograph often. For landscape photographers, conditions of the day factor into the story. So it's not just the place, it's the place on that day in those conditions. And to help answer this what question, what do I want to say? Here's two things to think about. Number one, what makes the location unique? Is it an amazing sky that day? Or is there something unique about the foreground or about a particular subject? Is it a large subject or a small subject? I've got a great example of this. Uh, This happened to me in Death Valley maybe seven or eight years ago now. I'm out photographing a spot called the Devil's Golf Course. You know, these really strange, twisted, sharp, actually, salt-encrusted almost growths that come out of the earth. And I also had a very wonderful sky that evening. And what is unique about that location? As wonderful as the sky is, what makes Death Valley unique is those crazy salt-encrusted structures that almost you know creep out of the earth. So that needed to more predominantly occupy my camera because I was not going to get those anywhere else on earth. So that's an example of answering that question. What makes the location unique? Build your story around that. The second thing to think about for the what do I want to say question is, well, you're in this location. What would you tell your family and friends about the place? Forget about the camera for a minute. Just imagine sitting down with a friend over coffee. How would you describe what you saw? Was it the grandeur of the place, the serenity, the hustle and bustle? Is it visually overwhelming so much is just coming at you visually, or is it vast, sparse? Is it something about how elements move through the scene? Clouds in the sky, trees swaying, water movement. Thinking about the location in terms of a conversation with someone can help you get unstuck. Now, sometimes the answers to these, uh, what makes the location unique, what would you tell your friends, those questions, they can complement one another, and then the story becomes very clear and probably very strong. And sometimes they're at odds, and that could suggest more than one story, maybe a body of work. I'm a fan of six images for a photo essay. But either way, these questions, 
what makes location unique? What would you tell your friends and family about a place? They help you get unstuck and help you answer the big first question, what do I want to say? With an answer to what you want to say, you're on to the second question, how can I effectively say it? This is where composition and technical choices are made. Does the story of the landscape need a tight framing or a broad view? Low angle or high angle? What lens will you use? What focal length? A long lens to compress the scene? Wide angle to exaggerate a specific subject or exaggerate separation? Are you reaching for filters? Blurring motion, cutting glare? What about depth of field? Is the scene chaotic? Is it a shallow depth of field would bring order? Or is an extreme depth of field needed? Maybe beyond the single frame. Maybe you need to think about focus stacking. What's the light doing? Should the composition be framed for front lighting, back lighting, side lighting? Will all of the tones that are in the scene be available in a single frame? Or do you need to think about exposure bracketing? And yes, you'll notice some of the answers to how you're going to tell your story. You need to consider post-processing. A landscape with a high dynamic range might require exposure blending or extreme depth of field might require focus stacking. So thinking about what assets you need to capture in order to tell the full story, that's part of answering the question. And there's no singular set of answers that are correct. They're all centered around how to most effectively tell the story you want to tell. All right, so on this little journey of the mind we're taking together, you're in the landscape, and you've figured out what you want to capture. You've answered the question of, what do I want to say? And you've thought about how you want to say it. What's the most effective way you can tell your story? And you may have more than one story or more approach to a single story, maybe both of those things. Choice is good, but it can also be crippling. You can get into analysis paralysis. So bring on the third question. Why is one technique preferred over another to deliver my message? Now this part's kind of cool. Now granted, there are locations where there really is one way or one angle to photograph a subject. I've been to places like that, and so that's what you do. Great, wonderful, you've got your story. Chances are you're not walking through all of these questions because you're not stuck. The, the shot is obvious. The framing is obvious. You've got potentials. You've got options. You have a few approaches in mind, and you might not be sure which one will ultimately work out the best. Now, these are lessons from writers. Why is one technique preferred over another? A writer may need to pick an approach to their writing and work a story for a while, only to discover later on, maybe several chapters into a book, you know, there's a better way, there's a better approach. Go back to square one. Now, photographers, we get to do the same thing, but we have the luxury of digital photography. So if you're unsure which approach is best, you get to do them all. Digital photography gives us the ability to experiment, capture more in the field, and assess later. Try the variations that you thought about, get them captured, and look at them later. It's not entirely free. You will need to cull photos. 
Yet a photographer is not constrained in the same way a writer is when exploring a story. You know, our iteration can be much, much faster. So if you're waffling between two or three compositions, capture them all. Not sure about focal lengths? You have a couple of lenses you want to try? Try them both. Go high angle, go low angle. All those things that you thought about when you were answering how to tell your story, try them here. If one technique you're sure is more effective, well, by all means, do that. But if you have a little more of a struggle or you just want to try what you think is best and then branch out from there, well, digital is cheap. You can call later. And when you call or when you see the images detached from being in the location, being physically there, you'll find out which technique, whether that's compositional, technical, or both, is the stronger way to tell your story. So that's the lesson in storytelling from writers that I think is great for photographers. Here's that mantra of questions again. What do I want to say? How can I effectively say it? Why is one technique preferred over another? And I'd argue there is no single set of answers. What do I want to say? You might find several stories to tell at a location. I can almost guarantee that. Get a group of photographers all in the same place. They will all find different stories to tell about that location. How can I effectively say it? There may be one approach. There may be several approaches. Why is one technique preferred over another? That helps you order your approach, and you can explore several techniques. You don't have to put them all aside in favor of a single approach. Using these questions is all about getting unstuck in the field to get your photography flowing again. And they don't necessarily happen just once. When you're on location, you walk the scene, you find interesting things. You can use the questions to help you find more interesting things and refine. Because quite often, photography is not a straight path. There are turns, pivots, switchbacks. Use these questions to get yourself unstuck if you're stuck in the field and find not only the great story in the landscape, but a better way to tell that story. Some studio news for you. I have an update about the next edition of my book, On One Photo Raw Essentials. I'm happy to say the book is written, the artwork and screenshots are done, the diagrams are done, the layout is done, and the book is currently with my indexer. Yes, uh, the print book gets an index. You know, a good index takes a few weeks to build, so that should finish soon. And I still plan to have the ebook available in mid December, and the print book will follow shortly after that. You know, for the print, I always get a proof print done and check it physically. You know, I want to have it in my hands, flipping through it, making sure there aren't any layout quirks or anything that uh, just looks off. You know, it's kind of like making a print of a photo. You know, sometimes you notice things in the physical print that you didn't see on screen, no matter how many times. We soft-proof the photo, we double-check it, and we look at it all zoomed in. The same thing happens with with the book. Uh, So uh, it's getting there. It is is all in all on schedule, and it will be available very soon. And before I sign off, thanks to everyone that supports the show through comments, reviews, shares, 
those are appreciated so very much. If you're interested in learning about other ways you can support the show, check the show notes. The links are there. Most of them are zero cost to you. You, of course, are welcome to support the show financially. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Hit the support my work button on any page of scottdavenportphoto.com and you can see all the different ways you can help support this podcast. So the next time you're feeling stuck in the field, think about these questions. Think about the way a writer has to approach a story. Ask yourself those questions. And I think it'll get you unstuck. It'll get your photography moving again, the creative juices flowing again, and you'll find that great story in the landscape. Until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun.